Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally Randy Kay. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself naturally, intentionally, and simply. Hello again, everybody. Hope you are doing well, hanging in there. We are still having a time, but I'm hoping that this week's podcast episode can be of service to you. So this week I am airing something a little different. Since we've all been in quarantine, I've had the opportunity to lead a few virtual sessions with various groups, teaching them some of my go-to calm down techniques. Most of them have been with private groups that have hired me to do something for their team, but last week I got to do this more publicly for an organization called Creative Mornings. Creative Mornings is a global group that hosts gatherings in various cities each month with a united theme meant to inspire creativity. And since we can't gather in person right now, I was invited on by the Fargo chapter to share some self-care practices that could be helpful during this time. So a few of us got together in a safe environment and filmed the presentation with the wonderful folks at Livewire. They made it possible for us to air this live online and they sent along this audio for me so I could air it here on the podcast. So thank you, Livewire. So I'm excited to share this recording with you and note that there are some things that I mentioned that have a visual aspect to it. So if you want to watch the replay, you can catch the video on the Creative Mornings Fargo Facebook page, and I'll link to that as well. But I hope you will listen and follow along and try on some of these practices. And if you have a group of people that you think could use a group session like this, or you would like some personal calm down guidance, I would love to gather virtually with you. Since my studio practice is closed for the next little while, I am around and I'm starting to really miss working personally with people every day. So I would love to hear from you and serve you in any way that I can. So be that leading a group uh, meditation or self-care practice of some sort, or we can do some one-on-one sessions with content like this or help treat any kind of body pain you have going on. I do specialize in helping people treat their pain in person, but also with their own self-care practices. So feel free to contact me on my website at naturallyrandyk.com or send me a DM on Instagram at naturallyrandyk. Okay, so take a listen to this live recording as I teach you the basics of breathing therapeutically and why you need to do it, how to bring mindfulness and meditation into your everyday tasks, I teach my favorite go-to breathing exercises, and I lead you through a guided meditation that invites you to fill yourself up with what you need and let go of what you don't. And then Ashley, the host from Unglued Market, joins me for a Q&A where we talk about how 
people's business and personal life are challenging the identities we once had for ourselves. And we talk about how to ease anxiety during this trying time. So take a listen, enjoy, and take care. And let's give a virtual round of applause to Randy Kay. Woo! Yay! Thank you for the applause. <laughs> Yay, welcome, Randy. All right. Thanks, Ashley. Um, all right, cool. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to take some time with you today to do some calming down. Um, it's a weird time for everybody. It's been a messy couple of weeks of us trying to figure out some sort of new, hopefully temporary normal, um, new routines. There's new stressors that things we haven't thought about, or maybe our current stressors have been amplified. Um, and so I want to take today to just teach you how you can find some calm and find uh, to come home to yourself, that you can use your own body as a way to calm some of the chaos and as like a safe space. So, um, so how we do that are through some really simple practices that can trigger uh, the parasympathetic nervous system or the rest and relax nervous system. So we want to calm down the stress response so we can signal to the brain that it is safe. Um, if you're like a lot of us the past few weeks, we've been like this. We've been checking the news, we've been checking our phones, we've been running around um, in our homes, <laughs> so we're not getting a lot of energy out. Um, if you have children at home, that's a new adventure. And so, um, so what these practices do is they just like hit the refresh button. They just take us from here. And if we take a nice deep breath, it can be like, oh, I'm like this. And so we can then instantly calm down and move forward from a different space. So instead of layering on the stress um, and like up-leveling all the stress in our body, we can layer by layer start to take it down. Sound good? <laughs> Sound good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a practice. The, all of these things are a practice. All of these things are a way that we can keep deepening our relationship with ourselves. So before we get into some of these practices, I just want to take a moment to um, define some terms for you because self-care and meditation and mindfulness and everyone's telling you to calm down right now and you're like, I can't calm down right now. <laughs> you know, like all these things seem like good ideas, but they can be kind of fluffy. Um, even before this phase of life, it, these words have kind of become buzzwordy. So I want to take a moment to just share with, you, share with you what they mean and how they can actually be applied to your life right now. So the term self-care. Uh, self-care is my jam. It's what I talk and teach a lot about. Um, but I define it as the act of tuning into your true self and then acting accordingly. So it's not necessarily what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. And it's things that get you to check into yourself instead of check out. So that can include some of these floofier things like bubble baths and massages and yoga and all these wonderful things. But if you're doing them to check out, they're not really self-care. So they can fit under the umbrella, but only if they're a gateway into checking in with how you're actually doing. And so when I talk about self-care and you hear people promoting self-care, think about how throughout my day can I be checking into myself, hearing what I need, and then 
honoring that in some way. Even if right now it's not gonna be your ideal self-care routine, how can we honor it in a way that um, we're showing up for ourselves still and filling ourselves up? The other term is mindfulness. Mindfulness is a very, very simple idea. Um, it's a very simple practice, uh, but it can be really challenging to do. And what makes something mindful is that you are bringing awareness. You're doing something on purpose um, with an awareness to it. And then you're practicing that from moment to moment with non-judgment. So you're using compassion. So breathwork is... Uh, example of that, but you can be mindful while you do your dishes. Um, you can be tuning into what you're doing moment to moment as this um, observer of how you're doing, how your breath is, how what thoughts are going through your head. So mindfulness walking is really great, um, but it's just a way of bringing some intention to what you're doing so you're not just going on autopilot all the time. And that has shown to calm down the brain as well and calm down the body. We can actually bring awareness to something that you're doing. And then meditation. A lot of times when we think of meditation, we think of you know sitting in this cross-legged position, trying to reach enlightenment. And a lot of us are like, ah, oh, that's not for me. Uh, <laughs> and it can be uncomfortable sitting like that for a lot of us. And so really what meditation is, again, very similar to mindfulness. They go together. Um, but it is, again, bringing awareness to something for a period of time. So you're doing something like a repetitive action or some sort of guided imagery or breath work for a period of time, practicing that non-judgment or that compassion as well. And so again, you can turn so many different things into a meditation. And what I'm gonna teach you is just some really simple practices that you can turn into a meditation and you can be meditating while you're going throughout your day. So bringing it back to the concept of self-care is how we can be kind of sprinkling these acts into our day to help calm the nervous system down, to help calm down the stress response. And when we're in such a high vibration right now, any little thing we can do is going to go a long way. And so um, we can find these pockets of time to focus on our breath, um, and to give a little gift to ourselves so we can show up in all the ways that we need to show up right now and we can kind of clear out all the unnecessary gobbledygook also <laughs> that's floating around in our minds and on the news and we can start to feel grounded within. Okay, if you have any questions on that, please message um, Ashley on Facebook through the Creative Mornings Fargo page and I can answer any of that. I'm going through this really quickly, um, but hopefully there's some nuggets in there that you can um, start applying and just understanding that how simple these practices are and that you can start with where, you're are, where you are, start with your current situation and make your current situation just a little bit more therapeutic um, and caring for yourself, and then you can always build upon that. The simpler, the better. Um, the shortest amount of time you can practice, the better, because that's where it can start to grow and become sustainable. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't even need my notes, so we're gonna just throw those to the side. Um, and let's do some practices, because this is, this is where it's at.
we're gonna start with the very uh, basic breath work. So breathing. We are technically, hopefully, already breathing. Um, and so why not make it therapeutic? For a lot of us, um, we've trained our bodies to breathe in a stressful way. So we're breathing here in the chest and neck. And um, I'll be doing stuff with my hands, so sorry if I bump the microphone. Um, but, it, uh, but just go ahead and place your hands on your neck here and take a deep breath in the chest and neck and feel how these muscles tense up. And so we're constantly tensing up these little friend <laughs> muscles here that aren't meant to be our main breathers. Anatomically, our main breathers are meant these beautiful abdominal muscles down here. Um, but because of our posture, because of all sorts of things, we've disengaged these muscles. So when we bring the breath back down, it is how we are meant to be breathing. And it does signal to the body that it can start calming down. It's a very therapeutic healing breath. And so that's what we're gonna start with right now. So please follow along uh, wherever you're at. And you can place your hand on the belly and place a hand on the chest. And just take a deep breath, just wherever you're at. And notice what hands are moving. Now, you want to make sure, you want to shift it a little bit if you need to, where the hand on the chest is the one that is staying calm. It's not really moving too much. But the hands on the belly are the ones that are moving, or the hand on the belly. So you're going to take an inhale and let that hand expand out, like you're filling up a balloon. And then you're going to exhale. The hand's going to come down. So it might feel a little awkward, um, but that's OK. It's a practice, right? So again, taking some nice deep breaths here, letting you can put both the hands on the belly if you like. You don't need to use your hands at all if you don't want to. But you're allowing the belly to free itself, to open up and expand. And just notice how that feels. A lot of times it's just like, I don't know, it's a game changer. It can just instantly like change the energy. And whenever I do this in groups, it's like the whole vibe of the room changes. So. Go ahead and keep doing that nice, slow belly breath. Notice how it feels. And again, we're practicing with non-judgment or some self-compassion. And so if things are, if you're more tense than you thought you were, that's just information. There's nothing wrong. We're all kind of like that right now. And so we're just taking in information so we know what to do, so we know what we're needing. There's no right or wrong here with how you're supposed to be. So keep that breath going. And as you breathe, you can use that to just loosen up your shoulders. And if you want to just wiggle the spine a little bit, we want to free up some physical tension. One of the great things about yoga and movement is that when you can free up some physical tension, then you, have, you can have more access to some deeper layers of yourself. And so that's kind of the point of yoga. <laughs> so we're just going to keep moving and grooving. I feel really cool doing this alone on a stage. <laughs> I hope you guys are following along. Ashley is in the corner making me feel safe and <laughs> not alone. Um, <laughs> but continue to belly breathe. OK. So now that we have that going, we are going to focus our breath a little bit more. So. 
another aspect of meditation is to add repetition, something that can be kind of a nice counter or a beat. And what this does, there's a lot of benefits to that, but it can help distract the brain and so the rest of the body can calm down. So we're gonna do something very simple called the equal part breath, where we're gonna inhale the same amount of counts as we exhale. So, and if you're watching along and you're um, seated and your back's starting to hurt, you can lay down, like you can do whatever makes you feel the most comfortable. When we're holding tension and we're not in a comfortable position, then our bodies are focused on that tension. So do what you need to do to feel comfortable. Okay, so we're coming back to our belly breath. And, we're, and I'll guide you and you'll get the hang of it as we go. But go ahead and exhale all the air out. And then we're gonna inhale, count of three. So inhale, one, two, three. And exhale, one, two, three. And inhale, one, two, three. And exhale, one, two, three. One more time, inhale, one, two, three, and exhale, one, two, three, and then come back to your natural breath. <sighs> Pretty simple, right? But notice how that breath made you feel. And on your own time, you can do different counts. You know, you can increase your counts each time, um, but the main point is to have it be the same amount as inhale as exhale. And this counting can be really calming. If you're feeling a lot of anxiety, if you need to calm down in a pinch, this can be a nice exercise to do. Or when you're trying to fall asleep at night, your mind is racing, the counting can be a really nice thing to um, just start to calm down that mental chatter. And then you're just coming back to your normal breath, get inviting that belly breath, making that feel more normal. Okay, so the next uh, thing I wanna teach you <laughs> is um, another, it's kind of like a, a phrase that you can tell yourself. And it's an I am meditation. And so this can be helpful when, a lot of times when we are stressed out and feeling anxious, we can start feeling anxious because we feel anxious. <laughs> and we can be like, stop being stressed. And like that's how we're telling our bodies to not be stressed. Um, and so we want to flip that script a little bit and, and bring in something positive um, and, and invite ourselves to calm down in a different way. And so this is a really beautiful meditation, very simple that I've been doing the past few weeks. Um, and you can fill in the blank with whatever, but on the inhale, we say, I am. And on the exhale, we say, at peace, for example. That's the one I'll be using for this example. But you can fill that in with whatever you're needing. I am at home, I am confident, I am calm. Um, but right now I feel like at peace is just something we're all needing. Um, but again, use what you want to. So we're gonna inhale and we can think it or we can say it. So inhale, I am, and exhale, at peace. Inhale, I am, and exhale, at peace. And keep going with that on your own breath. 
these hand movements are your inhale <laughs> and your exhale. And keep filling in the blank with what you're needing. So another way to do that, you're still breathing here, see my hands, <laughs> is you can use this as a walking meditation. So with each step, I am the next step at peace. Walking meditation is one of my favorite things to do. Um, but the key with a walking meditation is that you just want to have a set distance and you're not just wandering around. <laughs> okay, a few more breaths. I am at peace. One more time. I am <sighs> at peace. And then return back to your normal breath and see how that feels. See how that feels in your body. See how that feels in your mind. And then we'll just return back to our normal breath here. And I just want to lead you through more of a guided meditation. So you can continue with whatever breathing pattern you like. Um, but I want to now take this time to tune into how we're doing and how we're feeling right now. So now that we've kind of created some space with the breath, then we can again access some of these deeper layers. And so continue your breathing. You can close your eyes if you want to. But start to do like a full body scan from head to toe, just checking in. How did these simple practices influence you? Were they like hitting the refresh button? Did they skim just a little bit, just a little layer off the top of the stress going on? Or if it was really challenging for you to do these, that is important information. Sometimes we think when we are having a hard time calming down or doing self-care or we can't do a yoga posture or whatever, that that's a bad thing. It's not, it's information. So if it was really hard for you to calm down and to focus, what's up with that? You get to get curious with what is coming up for you. Again, no judgment, self-compassion. Okay, so now check into the quality of your mind. Now that you've checked into some physical tension, maybe let some things go. We won't do too much stretching today, but again, if you need to wiggle or shake some things out, that can feel really good. And that's actually been proven as a way to process trauma and stress is to just shake and move. So if you need to dance it out, that also helps. But keep checking into how you're doing, what you're feeling, what thoughts are coming up. And as we continue to journey with ourselves, think about if you could put a word or a phrase to how you've been feeling the past few weeks or even the past few days, what would that be? How would you describe it? Again, just a word or a phrase. Or if you're more of a visual person, does it have like a color or just like a more tactile feeling? And again, we're just noticing, we're just becoming present with what is. When we pretend 
when we ignore what is, we can't move through it. The only way is to get really present with it. The only way out is through. So bring your awareness to that. And then think about what would serve you right now. So what would be like a very nurturing, opposing energy to that? What words, what phrases, what color, what feeling? And just, again, you're not thinking too hard about this. You're just trusting what you hear. And if you're not feeling anything, just keep breathing. Just keep giving yourself what you need. So now that you have these opposing energies, see if you can tune into that positive one, what you're needing. And you can visualize that. I like to visualize it with my breath. So on the inhale, I'm cultivating what I need. And on the exhale, I'm sending that through my body. So you can visualize that maybe if it's like a warm light that's coming and just flooding over if you're feeling maybe like a darkness. So I know I'm getting kind of out there, but <laughs> I do this on my own. And I've done this with a lot of clients and I found it helpful. So just go with it, experiment with it, take it or leave it. If it's coming up as something different for you, just go with it. But see if you can keep bringing in what you need. You can do this through this guided meditation. Inhaling, create, like inhale cultivates the resources and exhale sends it through. And you can use your exhale to release what you don't need anymore. What isn't serving you? Again, it's that concept of self-care in general, is being able to give yourself what you need from moment to moment, from day to day. And some days, it's taking a shower, and that's your victory. <laughs> that's your self-care for the day. Other days, it's taking a half a day off or going. Yesterday, I went for a walk by myself without my dogs or without anybody. I just wanted to be by myself. So it's the, the best practices are the simplest ones. When we overcomplicate things, that's when um, it distract us, distracts us from the true healing that we need. So you can continue that visualization, inhaling what you need, and exhaling, sending it through. We'll do that just a few more times. And then I just want to end these practices staying in this meditative state, staying with your breath. I invite you to put your hands over your heart and breathe into your heart space. Check into the quality of your heart space right now. Does it feel heavy? Does it feel full? Does it feel empty? Does it feel tight? Does it feel open? And again, give yourself what you need here. Send some gratitude to your heart space. 
think about, despite what all is going on in the world, what you have that you can treasure. What unexpected gifts or moments are happening during this time. And I'm guessing if you're watching this and participating, you have a healthy body and you have the time to do something like this, and that's incredible. So take some time to notice the gifts in your life, how your body is showing up for you, how it's still moving you forward, and how we're getting through this together. We're all going through, we're all being tested right now. And there's going to be a lot of healing that needs to be done on the other side of this. So when we can use these practices, we're creating a foundation of having an intimate relationship with ourselves. So when you hear people in the media being like, slow down, calm down, use this time to care for yourself, if you're able, if you have some pockets of time, or maybe even as a family, you can be doing some of these healing practices together, like you're creating the substance that you need to get through this. This isn't some luxury to have this relationship with yourself. It's a necessity if we're going to get through this and get on the other side of this and learn from it and be better from it. Okay. Take a few more deep breaths. Again, if any questions are coming up for you, please send them along or reach out to me privately. I'm at home right now, so I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> community is, I love community, and I'm missing that a lot. So feel free to reach out. But take a few more deep breaths. Come back to the room. Come back to your body. You can... You can stand up for a moment before Ashley comes back in. So we'll do a little bit of stretching. So you can stand up or stay seated. But we're just going to shake some things out, move the hips around, do some, I call this move, I do this in my yoga classes all the time, the Julie Andrews from Sound of Music. You got to be a theater nerd to get that one. Um, <laughs> or the um, fat man in the little coat. If you don't get any of those references, you're a hip young person. <laughs> but it's good to just move the arms, sway the body, get out of this position, shake it out. Okay, I just did guns. Um, so Ashley, why don't you come back up and join me? And um, I'd love to hear, even if you don't have a question, how you're feeling, how this helped, um, whatever. We just want to hear from you. Thank you, Randy. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we really appreciated that. That was very nice. Good. I feel more like loose, <laughs> but in an appropriate way, yeah. <laughs> I think. You're, you're a loose woman <laughs> yeah. in a therapeutic way. <laughs> yes. um, so as you guys, if you are watching right now, you would see that you're not currently on Facebook Live with us. And so um, <clears throat> if you do have questions, we can take them. We would just have you send them in the next minute <laughs> to our Creative Mornings Facebook page uh, through Messenger so we can actually see it for sure. Um, if you have any questions for Randy related to breath work, meditation, uh, self-care during these times, um, 
If you want to ask me about my dog, um, (laughs) (laughs) we can answer some of that stuff for you. And then we'll be diving into our um, hand lettering, make and take craft in just a few minutes too. Um, And so Randy, Mm -hmm. I didn't really prep you for this at all, but our theme was identity. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I could have told you that ahead of time and it's been crazy. So That's okay. Um, And I feel like uh, during this time, it's, it's really easy when you're at home and in a totally different routine um, to kind of lose that sense of self mm. um, or identity when you're not going to your workplace, you're not seeing your friends that you see on a daily basis. Um, and if you are working, like you, you're, it's probably a different type of work. I talked mm-hmm. to somebody yesterday who normally does the features section of the forum and now she's doing digital news reporting instead. And just like talking about how different that changes within her job even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you have any <laughs> recommendations of how people can either use what we talked about today um, or other things to kind of maintain that sense of identity through this moment in time that we're in? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot actually of just identity and how and the things we use to define ourselves because a lot of those things are being taken away or put on pause. Mm-hmm. Like even with my own business, like day to day, I do body work and teach yoga and I'm not able to do that right now. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how I've defined myself as bringing the most value to the world. And now I'm like, okay, WTF, like, (laughs) how is it going to look? Am I, can I be the person who shows up online and like pivots my business and like Mm -hmm. all of these things? So I know for a lot of us who are business owners who have our identity like with our brick and mortar locations Mm -hmm. um it's just this whole like i've never thought of myself as xyz you know and i think there's a lot of people doing that in their own way of like well i've never thought of myself as being introverted for example or that i can enjoy that Mm -hmm. or if people parents have kids at home i never thought that i could do homeschooling or i don't know what i'm doing and so a lot of us are just like We've got, mm-hmm. we get safety in our identity and yeah, <laughs> it, right. com- it comforts us, but it can also hold us back. And so one thing I'm trying to explore is that concept of like, what are these other facets of myself? And is there mm-hmm. a part of my identity that I want to bring forward that I didn't think I could before? Yeah. Um, and are there parts of my identity that I actually want to let go of because I don't have to be that right now. Like I don't have to be healing everyone in person right now, you know, and that kind of feels nice like sometimes, you know? So it's it's one of those like free-for-alls. And I think the ability to stay flexible and fluid and open to a new reality and a new um, appreciation of who we are is going to help us the most instead of being like, but no, I'm like this. But no, I never fill in the blank and be like, what if? Like, wouldn't it be crazy (laughs) if I was like X, Y, Z, you know? And so I don't know if that answers your question, but (laughs) it's just an interesting theme for right now where Mm -hmm. our identities are getting challenged and we want to hold on to our routines and our normal way of operating and I get comfort in the fact that nobody has it figured out right now. Yes. <laughs> like there's been times in my life where I I felt similar like chaos in certain ways 
And I was just like, well, this is my problem. I have to figure it out. But like, this is everybody's problem and we're all in this boat. Yeah, <laughs> And <right. laughs> um, so we get to be gentle with ourselves and we get to practice that self-compassion. And here's the, the beauty of these simple practices is what you can do on a micro level is what you can do on a macro level. And so when you can take the time to be fluid with your self-care and um, modify that and, and tune into these other parts of yourself, then that can start to amplify into how you operate mm -hmm. your business and your family life and everything else. And our identities get to um, get shaken up, which I think is a good thing to do every once in a while. Yeah. So, you know, it was a tangent for you, but oh, no. hopefully it's helpful. <laughs> Having grace with yourself, especially in yeah. this time, <laughs> is mm -hmm. big. And with the people around you, too, who are going through the same thing, I think is yes. hard but necessary, right? Like, yeah. We're all that's in it together. Part of why I, I, we were talking before this how social media has been such a gift right now mm -hmm. because we're connecting in more authentic ways um, and people are posting more mindfully. Um, but then there's also people that are using this opportunity to be even more <laughs> judgmental of how we're all handling it. Sure. And so um, I've had to take a break recently because I'm a highly sensitive person and yeah. I take into consideration so many people's feelings. <laughs> so when I hear, when I see a judgment post, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I doing that? And like, you know, and I, you know, it, which is good, but it's also like, yeah. you know, balance. And yeah. so I think um, being gentle towards other people, knowing that they're just trying to figure it out too right now is a really good point. Yeah. I do have a question from Nick. It says, how do you bring meditation and relaxation techniques into an office environment when it can be difficult to find a quiet, safe space? Mm, yes, that is a good question. Mm -hmm. The more, a couple of things. The more you practice at home or in your own space, the easier it is going to be for you to bring these things into every environment. So the first thing would be to cultivate some of these practices in a place where you feel like you can and really explore it and deepen those practices because then you can modify them for any situation that you're in. So when you're at work, um, it depends on your work situation, um, but I always encourage people to find their safe space at work. So whether that's a bathroom stall or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> underneath their desk or, <laughs> you know, whatever, their car um, and have that, planned out in advance so when you need some time you can go to that mm. space. You don't find that space when you're in panic mode. Mm. Um, or maybe you did uh, and now you can go back to it when you need to. Um, and, and then that's what I mean about breath work. Like breath work is your gateway to yourself and to mm. making something a mindful mm -hmm. practice. And so you can be sitting at your desk and there can be stress going on around you, but you can come to your belly breath. You can do the equal part breath that we did. Um, you can journal it out privately. You can be on your phone or your computer with the notes mm. at up and get your thoughts out, <laughs> you know, or you can just type, I am at peace, I am at peace, <laughs> I am like, over and over. And you just find these things that work for you in your own practice that you can then bring in to a work environment. And you can also invite others to do it with you. A lot of times we all are craving something like that. And so I do have a student who um, invented something called Roga, where at like 2.15 every day, um, people would get up from their desks in their row and they would do yoga together. 
And she started initiating that and it became this office-wide oh. sensation. And then she got and then she got sick of doing it. <laughs> but people would get mad at her for not doing it. And so like and then it became this like they were keeping her accountable and cool. it became this fun thing that everybody does. Um, and so you can change the culture around you. You can be a, a force for good. And so you can invite your coworkers to go on a walk um, for your meeting or, um, you know, things like that. So it really is not having these grand expectations and trusting the simplicity of bringing the stuff into your what you're currently doing. You don't need this perfect setting, mm -hmm. Zen setting, to do the stuff. And in fact, um, that's rare when you can actually mm -hmm. do that. So the more you can practice that in more chaotic settings, the more um, beneficial it's going to be for you. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are on their like, I'm um, just in talking to people who've done curbside pickup at our shop and that kind of thing. Uh, they've mentioned like, I had a panic attack last night and it just took one little thing mm. to set you off when you haven't ever normally had that kind of emotion ba from whether, whether it's the news or some other just thing at home or whatever else. Like people <laughs> seem like a lot of times in this moment that they're on their last string in, mm -hmm. and don't realize it a lot of times. And I think what I was going to ask you a question on that, but you basically <laughs> answered it. But it's like starting this practice now mm -hmm. um, will help you in those moments to like go to that moment of doing breath work or yeah. when people feel that panic, how they can use it. Yeah, panic attacks and even even like your back goes out or something like those never come out of the blue they're always brewing for a while mm. and so that's another reason why these practices however they look for you um, are so important is because you are preventing these things from getting to the point of breaking mm. um, and so a lot of times like we there's all these shoulds right like I should exercise I should eat well I should meditate, I should, blah, 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 blah. And that puts this kind of negative blanket over all this good stuff. But when you can think of why you should and why you actually need to and what you're preventing in your life, that is a much more inspiring thing mm -hmm. than just being like, oh, I got to take care of myself or yes. <laughs> whatever. Like you're doing this stuff to help prevent panic attacks, to help prevent um, chronic body pain, to help, you know, and and I'll say another thing about a panic attack, because um, I've experienced those in my life too. Um, and that's, I mean, my mental health is how I started getting into all this stuff in the first place. Um, is that once you're in the thick of it, like once you have a panic attack, like I said, like we can spiral mm -hmm. and we can start feeling anxious that we can't calm down the anxiety. And so when it happens, just ride the train. You know, like just ride that train, calm yourself down as best you can, do some breathing if you can. But then once it's over, like take the pressure off trying to snap out of it, but just ride it. And then once it's over, get curious with why that happened. What was the perfect recipe of things that triggered it? And what can you start implementing into your life when you're feeling better that can serve you? I think when we get in these moments, it's just such a perfect storm for judgment and feeling mm. bad about ourselves and trying to forcibly stop it. Yeah. And that's just not wise and not that possible. Um, and so be gentle with that stuff and, um, and start to 
fill yourself up on a daily basis with these practices to help you get through. And you're still going to have stress. You're still going to have hard times. You're still going to have breakdowns, but you have some reserves and you have a foundation for you to, to build from. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you for being here today with us. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I did shower today, and that was my victory. <laughs> uh, so I guess my last question for you before we get close to going into our make and take time um, is just how can we keep connecting with you? Yes, well. <laughs> all the ways upcoming the way. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so right now, I've been trying to figure out how to show up best on social media and serve and keep my business going without um, being in person. Yeah. Um, and I've just been really gentle with myself and not launched anything too crazy. Um, but I, I produce a podcast every week, so I just decided I'm going to keep doing that for now. So I have the Simple Self-Care podcast you can listen to on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, wherever you listen to your podcast, I am there. Um, and last week's episode and this week's episode um, is about self-care or caring for yourself in times of crisis. Um, and um, this week is uh, an interview that's specific to the COVID-19 situation. Um, so those are going to be relevant to right now. Mm -hmm. And the ones moving forward are going to be more. I pre-recorded some. And yeah. self-care is applicable all the yes. time. So <laughs> we're just going to keep going with it. Um, so that's that. On Instagram is where I show up the most on social media. And that's naturally Randy K. And that's my website as well, naturallyrandyk.com. And I will be doing more um, Facebook and Instagram lives and, and things like that. Um, I am coming up with a way to um, work one-on-one -on -one with people where if you have chronic pain and you're not able to get into somebody, we can have a virtual session and I can teach you how to treat it um, with yoga, with some self-care techniques. Um, so if that's you, let me know. But, and then hopefully when this all clears up, you can join me at my studio in yes. Fargo, if you're in Fargo. So. And we've had you um, meet up with us virtually with our unglued crew and our unglued makers and that yeah. kind of thing, uh, where we had Randy um, lead us through like a half hour, hour long, um, some meditation and stretching. And that has been amazing. And so I think you're up for doing more of oh. that for hire. Yes, I <laughs> Which forgot about that. was incredible. <laughs> and why, what, how we thought of having you come here today. Mm -hmm. um, we were like, we needed that. I think other people need this. Mm -hmm. um, and so that could always be an option too. And we really appreciated that. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, if you have a small group or you have a team um, that you want to provide something positive for let's let's meet up on the interwebs and yeah can help you out so. absolutely cool awesome well thank you we'll just wave you goodbye Bye. we love you <laughs> we'll yes you you're guys gonna, are awesome you're gonna be okay <laughs> we're gonna make it thank you so much for listening i'm your host randy k a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through body work therapeutic yoga and self-care coaching for over a decade my mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at naturallyrandyk. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish <laughs> newsletter, The Simple Letters. You can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com newsletter. 
That's naturally, R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y dot com slash newsletter. And hearing from you in some way totally makes my life and I always make sure to personally respond. And be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues. Until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.